Welcome to the Diamond Mine Podcast with Nate and Lanny, where we listen to all 92 Diamond albums certified by Billboard. Today's album is... Pieces of You by Jewel. Yes, sir. Alright, so this album went 12 times platinum, was released in 1995, has 14 songs, and is 59 minutes long. Uh, and let me tell you, this album delves into some topics. Like, it does. Uh, I wasn't expecting anything super super deep but this this album gets you a little emotional it gets it gets it goes some places so mm-hmm. um and i will say that those 59 minutes went by pretty quickly yeah like i wasn't miserable i got i got a little bored because um if you listen to this album jewel uh just sings with her and her guitar pretty much there was like one song with piano but mostly it's just her and her guitar and so um Unless you're super duper listening to the lyrics, listening to it all in sequence isn't very encapsulating. Is that a word? Like it doesn't it doesn't keep your attention. Um, encapsulating is that a word? Encapsul encaps encapsulating. Uh, either way, it sounds it sounds right. It sounds like it would fit there. Huh. Okay, if it's not a word, you just made up a word, so we'll go. Yeah, with it. I'm like the Shakespeare of 2021. <laughs> But, um, yeah, like, you got anything else to say before we delve into this? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, our first song is Who Will Save Your Soul? Uh, and I was not, uh, once we first started the song, I was expecting, like, I was prepared for the worst because for the first 20 seconds, you can't, can't even tell if she's speaking English. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, about also, that. shout out to my mom. She really likes Jewel. She used to bump Jewel back in the 90s and early 2000s. Um, So there's that. But she sounds like Shakira to me. Like she gets that. I don't know what you would call it. It's like the back of the throat. It's that thing in your throat. It's almost like. Like you speak with a frog in your throat. Yeah. Um, She kind of had that like Shakira, maybe Christina Aguilera kind of sound. Uh-huh. And she did this in several different songs. She also reminds me of Alanis Morissette. Mm-hmm. Um, just the vibe she gives off. She's like Alanis, but without the edge yes. in her voice. She's not She's not nearly as edgy as Alanis, but... No. Um, I don't yeah. know. Her past yeah. is pretty... She's got she's she has a past to her, but we'll yeah. we'll get to that eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you can go ahead, Lainey. Uh, but this song, she only used four chords. I think it's like oh, I can't remember. G C A G C A and E E minor. E minor. I think. Yeah. Um, and then she just sang over it. And she, this came out in '95, but she was discovered in '93 in a bar. So she was really young when all of this really like took off. Word. That's all I have. Word to the mothership. <laughs> uh, pieces of you. <laughs> Did you think that was funny? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said that. Like that, I probably haven't said that in forever. Like I, that's not part of my vernacular. Just for some reason, the podcast oh brings out the weirdest side of me because I try to not have the. If you listen to Kenny G, the awkward silence. Or anything, so right. I'll throw a little. I'll just throw whatever is on the top of my brain out there, and that one. Yellow pepper. Indeed. Uh, so the next song, "Pieces of You," 
It's what the album's named after. Um, in this song, she reminds me, and, and throughout the album, but this song is when I first hear it, she reminds me of like young Dolly Parton. Just gives me those young Dolly Parton vibes. I don't know. Her voice sounds like that to me. Um, I didn't hear it until one of the last songs where it was like kind of the spoken yes. part. But yeah, I get what you're saying with that. She, specifically the young part, like she just sounds young in this because she was young. I mean, she was like 18. She was 20 when this album came out, but she was like 18 when she was writing some of these songs. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, th- this song has a great message, but I probably couldn't listen to this on its own. Because, like, there's there's no drums, and it's just singing and acoustic, but which, that isn't a problem, but the song is, like, six minutes or something. Um, oh, yeah, this one was the longest, I think. Having that, like, hold your attention, it's, it's kind of tough, so. Uh, this song is about how you hate what reminds you of yourself, basically. Mm-hmm. And that, like, you see something in someone else, and you hate that because it reminds you of yourself. Like, she talks about, like, ugly girl, pretty girl. Like, do you hate it because it reminds you of yourself? That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I do like that her sound is different than what we've listened to so far. Mm-hmm. I think it kept me interested in not just hearing the same crap, especially after going through, like, Backstreet Boys and... In Sync, and, and we've that. listened to, like, two or three Garth Brooks albums. Yeah. And, yeah. So, she's adding variety in there. And I did, I think, I mean, I liked her album. Yeah. I, I, I thought I thought this album was pretty pretty interesting mm-hmm. um i will tell you with this song it is very weird hearing somebody just say the f slur like you know you know you remember yeah, I know th- that part that's that's just weird to me because that's so not okay now people um, but people used to say it, like, yeah it was time. a different time i guess and like yeah. she wasn't using it to insult but still it's just like eminem weird. says it even yeah. an american idiot he says it like and that was just 2004. That wasn't even in the 90s. But they're they're also punk. So like. And they also still say it. <laughs> but in the song, though. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Um, that's all I have for this one, though. Okay, nope. Um, the next song is called Little Sister. Um, just good folk vibes. This is the point where I was like, oh, none of this is going to have drums. Yeah. Um, and so I really thought that listening to this straight through was not going to be able to hold my attention, but, um, it kind of did for the, maybe the last like couple songs. It kind of, I kind of rocked off the boat cause I, I'm showing Lainey right now and I know y'all can't see it, but, um, I wrote a lot for the first like good little bit of the, the album. And then these last few songs I did not write a lot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's pretty much all I have to say. I just overall appreciate... I didn't really have anything about the song specifically, but I appreciate that her songs have a lot of meaning, mm-hmm. and they're real and genuine, and she yes. also has raw talent, so like she's just all there. I give her props for that. Um, As a musician, she is very... What's yeah, the word? Um, authentic. <laughs> yeah, authentic, may- maybe like well-rounded. Is yeah. what I was what I was more shooting for, and I feel like she's underrated. Like I don't hear anyone talk about. Jewel. No, I don't hear any. When we first uh, looked at this, we were like, "Who is Jewel?" And then my mom played me some Jewel songs, and I was like, "Oh, I've heard, uh, I've heard that song like specifically 
um, "You Were Meant for Me." That's the that's probably her most popular one. I, I think. See, but I hadn't even heard her version. I think I heard a cover of hers. Well, it it says in the it said on the TV while it was playing that you know how it like shows facts and stuff while you're like listening to certain songs. Yeah, it said that um, that's not her. Like that's not the version that exploded. She made a different no, version that was a, off the album. No, but I heard a guy singing it. Oh, it word? wasn't even a woman. Yeah, it wasn't even a woman. I don't think I've so. ever heard a guy sing this song. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where I heard it. So I didn't really know. I'd heard of Jewel before, but I hadn't heard any songs from what I knew. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and no one says Jewel's their favorite like artist or anything. So mm-hmm. if you're out there, let us know. But whatever. That's all I have. Okay, uh, I've kind of like scrolled through my notes. So the next song is, or the next song is "Foolish Games," right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, another song, almost six minutes. Uh, wait, I'm about to burp. Uh. <laughs> There's some piano in this song, so it's not just her and her guitar. So that was a nice little variety spice. Um, Change up. This is 100% some mom music. Like Lanny, Lanny be knowing my mom. Because, obviously, we're related. Um, Actually, have we ever made that apparent on the show? That we're related? I don't know. If we did, it was in one of the first couple episodes. Yeah. uh, Technically, through some, like... Before we got pimped out in our camp chairs! (laughs) (laughs) uh, Through some, like, weird way. We're We're cousins. cousins. But I'm her uncle. Don't let her tell you differently. I am Lainey's uncle, uncle even though I'm uncle, like three uh, years younger. Uncle cousin Nate. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's what I'm gonna call you from now on. Okay, understood. Um, uh, but like my biggest complaint with this is it's just a little, a little boring. Like, um, I didn't like this song that much. The I'll be honest, especially since a lot of her songs are riding more on like the four and a half minute, five minute line. Mm-hmm. Um. When there's no drums and it's just acoustic, it's nice, chill, folky vibes. But if the lyrics aren't like reeling me in, I'm not. I'm not there. So it's um, probably. I mean, I know what the song's about, so and that's might be part of the reason you didn't really appreciate this song. Yeah. Um. um you, you can go ahead. Okay. I'll I'll continue in yeah, a minute. So it's based on a guy that she dated or like fell for, or whatever. When she was 16 years old, and she wrote about it in her journal, and then, like, her journal entries became this poem, and then a year later, she turned it into the song, and that's when she was performing at, like, coffee houses and bars and stuff like that, and so when the song was released, it peaked at number two on Billboard Hot 100, number four on Billboard's adult contemporary chart, and it topped Billboard's mainstream top 40 and the adult top 40 charts. What is the adult top, what does that mean? I don't I have no clue what that means. Um, but basically, what I was going to say, and this isn't, like, this is why I just let you go, because it's just a little thing. Um, the complaints could be a lot worse, though. Like, it's not that I think the, the lyrics of the songs are bad, mm-hmm. or that she's, like, too poppy, or that I don't like her voice, because she has a great voice. Um, it's just, like, a little, little boring sometimes, but it could be... A lot worse. Uh, examples. Nickelback. Creed. Oh my god. Stuff like that. I forgot we covered that. Yeah, that was that was so rough, dude. That was rough. 
Um, Those are the bad times. We're starting to get to the good times. Yes, I'm very glad we're getting to the good times. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, it's somebody's birthday today. Oh, it's Charlie D'Amelio's oh, birthday today, guys. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> I'm... Turn up for Charlie D'Amelio. I want to cut wait. that out. I want to cut that out. <laughs> Absolutely not. It's, so it's got to stay. For some reason, that's number one on Twitter right now. And I think it's very funny. It has been since yesterday. But isn't it her birthday today? I don't know. I don't... I, but it's I mean, been on for... She has like 100 million followers on TikTok. Isn't that crazy? Yes. And she's only... Well, I guess now she's like, what, 17, 18? Um, yeah. She's definitely like 17. Hold on. Charlie D'Amelio. I like Dixie age. better. There. I said it. She's 17. She was born yeah. May 1st, 2004. Is Dixie younger or older? Dixie's older. Dixie's okay, 19. Okay, yeah. <sighs> that makes more sense. But yeah, any... <laughs> He's just scrolling through pictures now. <laughs> so Alright, is that all you have for this one? Yeah, of course. Alright, so next song is uh, Near You Always. Yes, yes, yes. Um, So, she can really play the guitar. Mm-hmm. I can really appreciate that. Um, when she's soft is when I get the Dolly vibes. Yeah. And when she's loud is when I get the Shakira vibes. But, but um, it's only when... She doesn't do it every time, though. She yes. She just has, like, the... There's certain specific, times that she has, yeah. like, a little... Yeah. I don't want to say a frog in her throat because that kind of uh, makes it sound, like, bad. Like that noise, you yes. know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like that... I don't know. It's a very throaty yeah. sound. Um, I didn't really know what to say. Like, I enjoyed the song, uh, but it's kind of hard to say much about the sound that she produces rather than just, like, the lyrics and the, the meanings of the songs because, uh, and this is by no means an insult because her lyrics are nice and I like how deep her songs are and she's a great storyteller. But if you've heard, I think I just figured out Jewel, who she reminds me of. Who you can continue. I'll get to that. Okay. In a second. If you've heard a Jewel song, then you've heard her sound. You've not heard her lyrics, and she's still worth the listen. But if you've heard a Jewel song, you've definitely heard her sound that I she mean, produces. Yeah, because yeah, every song it captures her sound. At yes. least, at least with this album. Yeah, and I mean, I, to be fair, I've never heard a Jewel song that isn't on this album. I don't think. Um, unless I heard it and not even knowing it was Jewel, but, um, yeah, like, so take that, not take it with a grain of salt, because, I mean, we just listened to a whole album of Jewel, that's probably more Jewel than anybody, than the average person has listened to, but, uh, yeah, if you've heard one song off this album, you've heard her sound for this album. Unless you really like Jewel in the 90s. Yes. Um, the only thing I wrote down for this song, other than, like, the Alanis Morissette thing, which you've already covered... Is that she sounds like she would have a very powerful voice, but she chooses to have that softer approach for most things. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so, but the person that I was thinking of, she sounded, I think this is it. I think it's Joni Mitchell that I'm thinking of. Oh, the pay paradise and put up a parking lot. That song is a banger. If anybody would actu- actually uh, like a song suggestion that isn't Jewel, it's called Big Yellow Taxi. Um... And that song is super duper good, if anybody would like to listen to that. But so specifically is, uh, the Joni Mitchell version. Both Sides Now. Have you heard that song? I don't think I have. That's a really good song. She's a very talented uh, lyricist, I guess. But I think that's who I'm thinking of, is Joni Mitchell. I could be mm-hmm. wrong on that, but I'm going to leave it at that. Pay 
Let's put up a parking lot. Uh, <laughs> that's how she ends that song. I know, but all right, I'm I'm done. Okay, uh, the next song is "Painters." This I called it on this song for the first little bit. I swear, and I promise on everything. I didn't look at the lyrics or anything. I said this song gives me the first ten minutes of Up vibes. And if you haven't seen Up. I'm sorry, it's already been spoiled for everybody, but that is that is like my favorite animated movie, I think. Um, little tidbit about me. But <laughs> little fun fact. But you know, the first ten minutes they, they grow old together and then the, the woman dies and the the old man is very, very sad. But uh then the dude dies in the song. That's what happens in the yeah. Like I called that and I didn't even know the dude was gonna die. And it was so sad. Like, this song would have made it my mom cry back song. in the 90s. Because it's like she's telling the story like she's old now and she's, like, looking back on it. Yes. And then they were both painters and, like, the... I guess it was the chorus said that they were painting themselves a lovely world. Uh-huh. Like, they had kids, families, they did whatever. Um. But, yeah, because then he, he, like, dies and it talks about how he basically tells her to, like, carry out her life and do all of that. And Yeah, it is pretty sad. Uh... I will say though, this song is too long. <laughs> Six verses—that's that's not necessary in my opinion. Yeah, it was really long. Um, like even if the storytelling is great, six verses. Come on now, like, who's gonna just be like, yeah, let's listen to this song with six verses when riding in the car? Like, no. I guess if you like purposefully want to cry, you just listen to that song. Yeah, golly. <laughs> But it's like that song, Christmas Shoes. You know that song? Where he wants to buy the shoes for his mom who's in the hospital. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like just one of those songs that immediately makes you cry. My mom cries every... And I'm sure there's so many people out there that can relate to this. My mom cries every time she hears that song. Every single time. And... Every time it comes on, whenever it's around Christmas time or something, she's always like, I need to delete this song off my thing. And she never does, dude. See, I never listened to that song, though. Like, Dude, it's just the stereotype of, like, that song makes moms cry. Because, like... You're really calling your mom out? This dude, <laughs> uh, hey, mom, Noni. I love you, but... <laughs> that but. song... <laughs> but... That song... Every time, just man, I really need to delete this song off my thing. I'll look over and she'll just be like, <laughs> and then we'll be like driving, and it's like, Mom, you just you can skip the song. Oh, anyways, I'm gonna hop off my little, my little, yeah, <laughs> Lanny calls my mom Noni. Alright, next anyway, song. Anyway, morning song. <laughs> uh, have y'all heard Banana Pancakes by Jack Johnson? That's another song suggestion. Oh, it gives off the same But one. this is the female version of Banana Pancakes. Well, I yeah. guess Banana Pancakes by Jack Johnson is the male version of Morning Song, because Morning Song came first. Right? Call but, them out. <laughs> um, she has a beautiful voice, and the guitar just fits the vibe. I, I think this is one of my favorite songs off this album. Um... This is just, I, I don't know. I really, really like this. She she matches the vibe of this song very perfectly. Yeah, it does make sense for her. 
Uh-huh. I mean, because, I mean, it says morning song. That's basically what it's about. It's her yeah. and a loved one spending the morning together. And just, like, wanting to go back, lay back in yeah. bed. And... and it references a book called uh, Henry and June in the second verse. I appreciate her. I've never, never read that book. Neither have I. I didn't even know it was a book. I looked it up. <laughs> I don't like reading. Hey! Shout out to all my people that can't read. All right. <laughs> okay, I'm on. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. You're making me uncomfortable. This is like moments where we need face cam. I make you... That is true. They'd well, see me with my, my jank we'll adapt. Uh, iPhone headphones in, and you have your beats on looking all professional. Uh, maybe... Oh. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, but also like stare up into space for the majority of this podcast. Let's lay this down right now. Um, when we get a better room for recording, and it's not just a closet. You're telling me this isn't great. <laughs> where would we put the camera? <laughs> what are you talking about? Behind the diploma. <laughs> <laughs> would or we get a better room <laughs> for recording? Where we can get better angles of our faces that aren't just like upper angles of I'm us. From like Scooby Doo. Oh yeah, there's a big Scooby Doo on the shelf. <laughs> we will have face cam. I'm gonna lay that down right now because I want to commit myself to it. Now that I've already said it on the podcast, we have to do it. Whenever we get a better room, maybe some sound foam, maybe a little <laughs> setup, maybe we don't sit in lawn chairs. And, maybe, and maybe. Hey, I said maybe. Chairs? I'm. I said the difference. I said maybe. Um. Then no, we get lawn chairs. Yeah, <laughs> the lawn chair podcast. Um, then we will have face cam on the YouTube. Hey, this perfect segue. Oh God. Uh, the YouTube, uh, the diamond mine. It's getting updated slowly. Correct. Yeah, I'm about to finish finals, and then I'll get on that. Yeah, Lainey's doing finals right now for college, and then she's she's free for summer. I have like four weeks to go. Yeah. So there's or three weeks, three and a half, something like that. Um, so then we'll start pumping out on the YouTube, um, Twitter, TDM Pod. We aren't even done with this album. I'm just segued to here because no, it worked out. I don't out. even know if we're halfway. At this um, point, honestly, Twitter, Twitter is TDM Pod, TDM Pod. Yeah. Um, and you can reach us on there if you ever want to talk. We don't like. We aren't obviously aren't a massive podcast, so we'll chat with you if you'd like to message followers. us. Or... <laughs> Honestly, but think about that though. We follow fourteen, and think about like our viewership. Like we don't really spread this podcast everywhere. No, we don't. And talk, we still we don't have talk like about it on our personal accounts, and we still get like what like ten, twelve viewers mm-hmm. a podcast, which is nice, and I really appreciate that. Um, I don't feel like we show enough appreciation personally, uh, towards y'all. So I just want y'all to know, we really appreciate that for everybody that does, that does view and the, the podcast will keep bumping out for, for quite a while. At least that's, that's the plan. So, uh, yeah. TDMPOD. If you ever want to reach us, we'll message back. It'll, it'll be either me or Lainey, um, whoever's on the Twitter account at that point or whoever gets there first. Shout out to Canada, Germany, y'all are consistent, and then in the United States, it's like Virginia, Texas, I think those are our top ones, also Tennessee, but like... Yeah, we live friends, here. Like yeah, it's, it's people we know personally. It, yeah, uh, I can't pull up the analytics right now, but yeah. 
Those are the big ones that are consistent. Okay. So, wait. Adrian! I wish we had a camera for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Adrian. So, Lainey told me what this song was going to be about before we listened to it. And, and then he listened to it. Uh, that was sad. Yeah. That was very sad. So, um, Lainey, why don't you go ahead and say what the song's about, because my notes are mostly about what the song's about, so. Okay. So, I had to go on song meanings for this to get, the, like, the full-on description or whatever. Uh-huh. And someone commented, or a lot of people said it was a sad but beautiful song, which I can get that. Yeah. But, so, basically, it's about a kid who has a canoe accident, and he goes into a coma, but then he wakes up and he becomes mentally challenged. But there's a the girl character that was his friend who sticks around and waits for him and stuff like that. And um, then it talks about how, you know, he has the hands of a man but the mind of a child or something like yeah. that, which, you know, explains everything that's going on. And her voice sounds like it's breaking, like she's about to cry, right? Yeah. And she kind of takes on that childlike sound in her voice, too, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. But that's all I have. Um, yeah, that's kind of to piggyback off that, um, her voice gets across the, the story of the song very well. Mm -hmm. Her voice cracking like she's going to cry and the, the childlike sound really gets that across. Um, and in the song, she repeatedly says, Adrian, come out and play. Mm -hmm. Um, and as the story progresses, that phrase kind of switches meanings because i mean it first starts off like adrian come out and play you know like just he's a kid and then he gets into his coma it's like adrian come out of your coma it talks about him having like dead eyes and stuff too yes like come out come out of your coma and play with and be be with us again and then it's like adrian like because when he gets out of his coma all of the the his brain just isn't, like, fully there, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like, Adrian, come out of that. No, but she says, like, Adrian came back. Oh, I can't remember the exact lyric, but it's like, Adrian came back, or Adrian visited, or something like that. So basically saying that, like, he came out of his coma. Yeah. And that's when it... Yeah. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I thought that song was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I liked it. Uh, <laughs> that was a very basic the way to say that. What if that's what we did? We were just like, welcome to Time Mind Podcast, Nate Laney. Uh, today's album is, um, uh, I liked it and it was cool. Did you like it, Laney? Laney liked it. Bye. What if I stopped the, the thing right there? Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> we're just gonna, um. The next song. This is when they took a break though. And oh, I found yeah. I found a Rolling Stone article about her called Jewel Cosmic Girl, mm-hmm. which then talks about like how she has a memoir about her life, basically. Yes. So go read her little memoir book that she wrote, and go read the article. It's yeah, interesting. She's had a crazy life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Nate sang the SpongeBob ripped pants song. Yes, sang and played on the guitar, all for Lainey. That's true. Um, so would you, would you like to take that segue and talk about her life? Or are you planning on talking about her life later on in the album? You can just do it now. Okay. You you can take the reins on this because you've done 
more research than I. We we listened to this album right before this. We've kind of switched to listening to the album before we record the podcast, uh, which honestly I kind of like. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Um, so yeah. I mean, her different songs cover different parts of her life. Like, uh-huh. um, Daddy talks about it's for the point of view from a child who's mentally and physically abused by their father, and she experienced that in life. And then, um, You Were Meant For Me, uh, is basically about a young girl who, like, hopes that her ex will realize that they're meant for each other, like, Mm -hmm. it's true love or whatever. But what's crazy about that is that she was on a date with the guy, like, who this song kind of inspired by, what was his name? I think it was like, oh no, I can't remember now. Hold on, I have to look it up. Oh gosh, while she's looking up, I gotta do my famous uh, Nate stalling for time. Um, So right now, I'm looking at the board game Guess Who. Have y'all seen those videos of where it's like, uh, Guess Who, but by opinion? So it's like, does your person look like they work at Subway? Okay, Lainey's time. (laughs) No, but also I've seen Guess Who's where it's with like YouTubers, but only Mm -hmm. YouTubers that have had scandals. (laughs) (laughs) So it's really funny. Um, uh, Steve Poltz. And so the story is that they were on a date and they wanted to go whale watching, but they couldn't get a boat to go whale watching, so they ended up convincing a police boat to take them out. But what ended up happening is that they were on a like a drug bust kind of thing and didn't have time to drop them off. So they took them with them, gave them AK-47s, and they, I mean, witnessed were a part of a drug bust. But no shots were fired. Mm-hmm. So it was fine, but yeah. And they got a picture of the 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 man was holding a kilo of weed in his hand, and mm-hmm. then uh, Jewel was her, holding an AK forty seven. Oh, I want to see if I can find that. Um, but the next song uh, is called "I'm Sensitive," and if you want to get into that while I'm looking for that yes. picture, so this one was more upbeat, especially compared to the Adrian song before. But I'll read the genius lyrics synopsis. Uh, it says that this is perhaps one of the most straightforward songs off of Pieces of You. Uh, the song is an ode to Jewel's own sensitivity. She croons through the first two verses of the song to reiterate that she is emotionally sensitive to any negativity and criticism directed towards her. By the third verse, Jewel displays that uh, being naive plays a part in being sensitive. And yet in the final verse, Jewel suggests to it, a solution to the problem, which is that instead of spreading negativity, perhaps the world ought to consider the sensitivities of others by simply being nice to one another. Um, and yeah, that's really all I have for that. But Nate's still trying to find this picture of the drug bust thing happening. I can't find it. Um, oh, well, I'll, I'll look for it. And if we find it, I'm going to tweet uh, <laughs> just with that picture. And what should the caption be, Lainey? We'll figure it out right now. It, it's got to be something really random, and then the hashtag has to be, like, uh, like, if you know, you know, like, the I-Y-K-Y-K. If you know, you know. What should it be? Oh, I found the picture. Really? Yeah! <laughs> it took me two seconds, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I kept looking up Jewel AK-47, and then it would look, it would show, like, you know, like, Oh, Jeweled, no- bedazzled AK-47s. Oh, there's another one. Where's one where they're holding... Yeah. I said... I just typed in Jewel AK-47 Steve Weed. 
Um, just put put both of those pictures on a tweet, and the caption is going to be, huh. We'll come up with the caption in the off time. Let's just finish the song. Sorry, I keep getting distracted. Um, right. Yeah, it's it's good vibes. And her, her her voice in this is very childlike, and this song very much matches that vibe because, like, the, I'm sensitive and, like, kids right. are more sensitive and whatever. Uh, and this song reminds me of the end credits of Adventure Time. The come along with me. Yeah. That's another banger if you want to look that up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't have much to say. All right. Next song. Uh, you were meant for me. And this is the, the classic. I've heard this one before, uh, but not this version. This isn't the version that I heard throughout my my youth. Uh, yeah. It's just good vibes. This is definitely going on the wedding playlist in the future. It's a simple yet heartbreaking song is how it's been described. Mm-hmm. And she already kind of touched on how she's basically trying to present the idea to her ex that they are true love meant for each other, whatever. And she's clinging on to hope that they will realize that. Um, And the song was a hit for Jewel. And it hit number two on Billboard Hot 100 and number one on Adult Contemporary in 97. But, I mean, the way you will know the song is from the Even After You're Gone lyric. Like, that one line is what Mm -hmm. gives it away every single time. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I have for this, though. Word to the mothership. The next song is called Don't. Uh, uh, I've liked, I've liked her stuff and the Mm -hmm. messages have been good, but this is definitely where I was like, okay, her sound isn't going to change. And I was getting a little, uh, a little bored, I guess. And the fact that there wasn't going to be, there was like no possibility of a banger coming up or anything that was going to like liven up the mood was kind of discouraging to me. Right. Uh, I mean, it's about a girl trying to get over a guy that, but like everything he does makes her want to love him it's very mm-hmm. simple soft spoken yeah that's it <laughs> yeah i don't have much to say just all right you know the next song now it's called daddy hold on and this song is just wow like did you write anything down for this uh i, I wrote a little bit that um I'll, I'll do what i i'll say what i have to say and then you can go ham yeah um Lainey had read me a little bit of the lyrics, and uh, I'm going to read to you all. I couldn't imagine these words coming out of her soft voice. Right. And when she said the words, but that's what makes it so powerful. Yes, because it sounded so weird coming out of her mouth. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to let Lainey take the take the stage. Okay. so So go ahead. To give you the back story before I read the lyrics, it's from the point of view of a child who is mentally and physically abused by their father. Um, but she elegantly delivers it and has the sweet sound, but the words are so violent and hateful. And she so- shows that slight hint of anger, which we haven't really seen before now. But uh, I'll read you two of the stanzas that she has written. It says, you know, sometimes I want to bash your teeth in, Daddy. I'm going to use your tongue as a stamp. I'm going to rip your heart out the way that you did mine, Daddy. Go ahead and psychoanalyze that. I really like that line. I don't yeah. know why. Because um, I'm your creation. I'm your love, Daddy. Grown up to be and do all those sick things you said I'd do. Well, last night I saw you sneak out your window, Daddy. Or, wait. Last night I saw you sneak out your window, 
with your white hood, Daddy. What's that say about you? I'm sloppy. What's that say about you? I'm messy. What's that say about you? My bones are tired, Daddy. And that's how it ends. Just super, super raw. Is Cra- a very... I, I, crazy is what I think. Like, that's like... I don't know. That's just insane to me. Just the, the rawness that she shows in the... And the the vulnerability in the song yeah. is is very great word choice. Yes, the if but, you were to just listen to this and not listen to the lyrics, you think that this is just a basic jewel song. But really, thinking about the lyrics and the fact that she did have an abusive childhood and that this is likely mostly based on fact is crazy to me. But since then, they've mended their relationship, though. Uh huh. So that's good. Yeah. Happy ending. Right. Um, next song, Angel Standing Wait, By. hold up. I'm going to have to take a pause. My mother is calling me. Okay, so... Yeah, we back. We're back. What's up with it, players and pimps? All right, take it easy. <laughs> next the, song, Angel Standing By. Here we yes. go. Uh, so, uh, this is where I don't have, like, anything. I literally right. wrote two sentences. She's harmonizing with herself, which is cool, because she, she has a beautiful voice. Yeah, I really like that. Um... But I'm still, still, it's bored. I was bored at this point. This is where I'm yeah. checked out. So, like I said, she harmonizes in like a higher pitch than what she normally sings in, which I yes. like. Uh, it was a very short song, though. So it made it okay. But I feel like this song was written from like a parent's perspective to a child about loving and protecting someone you love. And it's like you're the guardian angel, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And that's all I really have. Not much to say about that song. Word. The next one, though. This is another song that's about very, uh, uh, not... Trigger warning, drug abuse, graphic content. A very, very raw subject. Yeah. Um, which I don't think she ever faced, so I guess this is told from a character or somebody that's been in her life. Uh, but the next song is called Amen. And, uh, it's about heroin abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, she, she delivers this with such a beautiful voice, yet the subject is so... Dark. Yes, dark is the best word, because, uh, if you've ever, like, known anybody that has had trouble with, like, harder drugs like heroin and stuff, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a very dark, slippery slope... And when I read the lyrics out loud, you could tell that it was what it was about. Like, yes. we knew immediately what it was Because it was, about. like, the, the hot bite entering your veins. I'll, re- and like, I'll read that, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but her voice beautifully, uh, I guess, expressing such a deep subject is, isn't, it's not jarring. I want to say jarring. It's just unexpected. I think it really gave the song an eerie sound. Yes. That's how I described it. And I'm also watching Breaking Bad right now, so this really like fed into that. But I thought they cooked meth in that. <laughs> they do, but then at one point Jesse does hair. It's a yeah. It's a whole other like storyline within the. Plot. But we can't we can't spoil Breaking Bad because Breaking Bad is highly regarded as like the greatest show of all time, I'm and also, I've never finished it. But I'm also only on season three. But whatever. How many seasons are there? Five. Yeah. Okay. okay, getting into this though, so the song is about heroin addiction, um, and the lyrics, some of the lyrics read, hair aflame, wild look in your eyes, 
And then it goes into, a forest fire nibbles at your veins, crawls up your arm, runs away with your mind. And, I mean, that's about shooting up and getting high. Mm-hmm. And then some more lyrics say, I stare out, but something's in the way. And this part, this wasn't from Genius Lyrics. This is from Song Meaning, so it was someone's actual like comment is what I'm reading from. And they said that if you've ever seen someone on heroin, it's an accurate description and then in the song, she also references God. And this person says, I think um, this has to do with the fact that most people have a very finite understanding of God. And they feel that everything bad that happens to them is because because of God and that he's just supposed to sweep down and save us from everything that bad that we do. Yeah. So this song was very heavy, I guess. Like, it, I mean, it was. Yes. It's very... There's no I guess to it. That song is literally <laughs> yeah. just heavy. No, 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 no. It's, and it was an interesting end, because this is the last song on the album, so mm-hmm. interesting way to end it. Yeah. That's all I have. Uh, personally, especially as we've discussed the topics and the lyrics and such, I've grown more and more fond over this album. Yes, the sound may be very similar, and that's po- possibly why it's so low on the list of the 92 but um the lyrical content is very good and if you're looking at it for lyrics this album does a very good job of that i wrote down a little clip that says jewel has a common theme with sadness which is mentioned in the rolling stone article and they describe it as like melancholy that kind of thing um and every song sounds very similar but different at the same time because it's heavy with an acoustic guitar Um, And that's the majority of her stuff. But her subject matter is a lot better than what we've listened to. And that's all I have. You know, I bet you never knew. There's a, there's a, like a, um, we're sitting under a bunch of clothes and stuff. They probably imagine like a pile of clothes. You just put that in there. No, that's been there for like the past five million podcasts. Then where's the water bottle I just put in the side of your chair? No, there's an empty one in the side of your chair. It was this, I filled it up. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Trust. This has been there for like a million podcasts. And you're just putting it back. Yeah. I hope your mom puts that coat on. It's like, <laughs> what is that? Um, anyway, wrapping this up. Where we on the on the ninety two. Yeah. This is. Mm, if we were just grading for lyrical content and what the songs are about, this would be very high. This would be 20s, honestly, mm-hmm. for the lyrical content. But we also have to grade it on listenability. And um, in in a vacuum, listening to one of her songs is very enjoyable. Like, if I was just listening to one and then it went to a different artist or whatever. But listening to the album straight through was a little difficult because of the the it's just her and her guitar and she's singing this folky vibe um and nothing really gets too too hype or anything um so probably like 40s maybe maybe 50s somewhere in there because that's what i'm trying to gauge because we have a lot more to listen to some are going to be worse yes and people are putting them high but some stuff's going to be really good Yes. Like Beatles, Led Zeppelin, stuff like that. So I'm trying to gauge this because we've already listened to some albums that are just hot garbage. And we've already listened to some that honestly like are super duper enjoyable. 
like Santana and Matchbox oh my Twenty. Gosh, and... Speaking of, I had a playlist on the other day, and Kenny G came on. It all comes back to Kenneth Gorlick. It was um. By the time the night is over, <laughs> is that song? That song bangs. Oh, no, that's why I put it on a playlist. Thank you, Kenny. Anyway, um, I agree. Forties. That's yeah. a solid. And they put her extremely low on this list. It sucks. 40s undersells her musical talent so hard. Her capabilities. Yes. If it was just based on musical talent, she would be one of the higher artists on this list. 100%. Obviously not ahead of legends like the Beatles and and Led Zeppelin and all them. But she would still be... I think the Eagles are on here. They'd also be really high. I think the Eagles um, are on here, but I think it's like it's one like of their the greatest, greatest hits. hits. It's yeah. their greatest hits album because I know we'll it's, get to bad. it's one of it's one of the best bad. selling albums of all time. Actually, no, I know. Uh, it's it's because they have so many hits, and then when they compiled them, it just blew up. I don't yeah, know. we'll um, get to that one though. <laughs> but um, the forties really undersells her talent. Now that I'm thinking about it more and more, if we were just grading off of lyrical content, this is in the tens, dude. This is like teens, maybe, maybe even breaking the single digits. It's just so raw, and the subjects are just so elegantly displayed. And it's stuff that people don't talk about. Yes. Because some people, like, people write songs about love, breakups, sometimes they'll touch on anxiety, Stuff like that, but this goes in like heroin and abuse and things of that nature. Things that some people are like not necessarily taboo, but when you hear it, you're like, "Whoa, that that was people avoid people avoid conversations like about this stuff." Yes, Um, and it's things that need to be talked about. Uh, Which I mean, maybe not like now, 2021. A bunch of stuffs coming into light about abuse, like Marilyn Manson is getting sued by the actress from Game of Thrones. I yeah, remember, I saw that. I can't remember her name off the top of my head because I read something like it was like, he cut her electrocution? Like, what? Oh my gosh. <laughs> electrocuted her. Wild. Wild. Anyway, but yeah. Um, Crazy stuff. Yeah. Jewel, I'm sorry <laughs> that you're, you're in, our, in our 40s because that undersells you so hard. And maybe you'll move up in the list Whenever, like, we hear more things and we think thing, back on this album. This is her first album, so, like, I don't, we don't know what the other albums are yes. like. Is she, does she implement more instruments? Or does she stay with the acoustic? Like, we don't know. Or does she become less deep and become more, like, poppy? Who, who knows? Poppy, general. Because, like, I mean, if you want to think about it. Um, they corrupt your mind. <laughs> uh, you were, or I was meant for, you were meant for me. That's, like. Probably the most popular song off this album, one one of maybe two or three the most popular songs on this album, and it's probably the least deep one. Like it's just about like having a dude and she wants him to be the one for her, basically, and, like trying to convince him that she he's for her. And yeah, but then they had the whole drug cartel story thing that happened. Yeah, and that was interesting. <laughs> but like, uh, who knows? Maybe she got more poppy. I. Definitely, I think I'm gonna listen to a couple, at least a couple more Jewel songs to see if I can develop more of an opinion on her, and mm-hmm. see if she really is this deep all the time, or if it was just at this album thing. But, um, yeah, if you want to leave it off on that note, on a little little positive note, uh, listen to this album. Honestly, do it. This album was pretty good. 
But it. this has been the Diamond Mind Podcast with Nate and Laney. Oh shoot, what will we what will we have next? I just looked it up. Hold on. I can't believe this might be the first time we don't know. Oh my gosh. Time out, time out. No, no, Tio. No, no, no. Well, I'll just make that out. All that pops up right now is Jewel AK voice. This has been for for part two, I'm just gonna extend it. This this okay. this occasion that you have um, really taken part in uh, has been named the Diamond Mind Podcast, and it has been it has been brought to you by uh, Nate and Laney, uh, and we will have a podcast coming at you next week. Oh my gosh, that was a long um, thing, dude. That is over the subject matter of the album Up by Shania Twain. So, <laughs> see you guys.